Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Star Trek Reliant. I'm this episode's Game Master, Dungeon Master, and all-around um, crazy person, uh, Bazag, here um, with another episode and some more. And for once, actually, a guest. So let's start by introducing our guest, Dark Mum. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, Would you like me to... For yeah. those of you who don't know me, I am Dark Mom. I am uh, part of the Dark Mom Consortium, which is a Twitch channel, which is actually based out of the Starfleet Strike Group, Klingon Strike Group. Yeah, I know really clever names from Star Trek Online. And we have uh, two armadas, one Federation, one Klingon, of people who really dislike each other and would like to play the game and have a good time. Alright, thank yeah, you for maybe have a little DPS. Yeah, thank you maybe. for joining us, and let's go with our captain. Hello, I am Duncan Idaho, and I have a little song to sing for everyone tonight. I have pizza, yes I do. I have pizza, how about you? And for pizza, it is good in the Star Trek neighborhood. All right, so apparently, sorry about that. I got mixed up between the captain and uh, Tardigrade. Um, but hey. <laughs> uh, but we, we do have our medical, chief medical officer and first officer. That's a me. They threw beans at me. Well, that's not very nice. But we do have our also our uh, temporal visitor from another time, D.B. Wells. That is a clean burning warp drive, I tell you what. <laughs> and we will not explain that in the slightest. But you can probably guess how what was happening before uh, we, we started to record. Uh, but after DB Wells, we have uh, our Dr. Eli. Wait, I already went. Remember they threw wait, beans at me? Wait. Oh, that's right. They did. Well, but instead, one of the persons that might have been throwing those beans, let's round it back out, uh, our con officer. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jerilyn, and I play con officer Kara Junarani, the ship's resident smartass. And someone who definitely was throwing those beans, uh, our uh, Noskin um, uh, officer on uh, exchange. I wasn't there, and you can't prove it. That was Jog, and, uh, and uh, now let's get to the episode tonight. So tonight, the crew of the Reliant are on their way back to Starbase Magellan. Uh, a, a tribunal has been finally put together for to figure out what Starfleet will do with uh, the Reliant's guest in inverted commas, their resident in the brig, uh, the mirror version of Rick Tear. And so the, the crew of the Reliant are on their way back to to Starbase Magellan for that reason. Is there anything anyone from the Reliant wants to do before we arrive? Graves is eating a pizza in Club 42. Or, or yeah, Club 42. Are you sharing the pizza? I could potentially be sharing the pizza. Is anyone sitting with the captain? Uh, I am now. There's pizza. Hell yeah, I am. The other pizza takers. Uh, Rick T. Will. Yeah, that depends. What kind of pizza? pizza um, 
let's say we've got two pizzas. One's going to be pepperoni and bacon. The other one is going to be... Hmm. Don't put pineapple on it. That's an offense in and of itself. No. Oh, yeah, I was just going to suggest a gach and pineapple pizza. Excuse me one second. <laughs> Anchovies and gach. Anchovies and gach. That's the second pizza. Okay, I'm there. All right, four pizza takers. Hi. So the four people at the and table the are eating the pizza. And we're sharing, sharing pizza and having a good conversation. My apologies. <laughs> no worries. Charles pulls a small yes. jar of grappa sauce out of his coat to put on his pizza. That pizza is good. Mm. All right. While well, some of the crew of the Reliant are chowing down on pizza, uh, Dark Mum, would you like to introduce the um, chief um, uh, person, the the head of the tribunal? Head of the tribunal is Kairadun Ethma, Fleet Admiral. All right. So, Kairis Madrun. Uh, uh, she goes by Admiral Kethma. Admiral Kethma is... 13-year um, veteran of Starfleet. Andorian. No nonsense. Very mm. hardcore by-the-book woman. Oh, she's going to get along with Kara just great. <laughs> so uh, Admiral Keth, uh, Kethma is, um, is in the sort of office currently, just sort of a... a it, in a room assigned to the to her by the um the um uh, head of the starbase and is going through some reports about mirrorick uh things that he has done while in the prime universe uh so can someone from the reliant give a um brief overview of what might be in those reports well, since he's come to the Prime Universe, he has attempted to escape uh, after being granted a prosthetic arm. He did a very good job attempting to escape, managed not to hurt anybody, but he was on his way to the shuttle when we set off the booby trap we put in his arm, which was a thermite bomb, because we knew he was going to try and escape. It was just thermite, it wasn't a bomb, it just melted the arm from the inside. Thermite is a bomb in my opinion. It's, no, it's not, it just melts things. Imagine you say that a petrol bomb isn't a bomb either. But it's not thermite. You, it's like a paste. You apply it, it burns. In addition, anyway, thermite was involved. <laughs> she in, lost arm privileges. In, in that bomb is also in a bomb, so <laughs> we just we disarmed him of his arm. Oh, granted, that's the only thing I know of he's done since coming to our universe. Since in the previous universe, he did end up trying to capture several crewmen, and well, he was disarmed. By Chorok. Well, it, it was a robotic arm, so don't don't feel too bad. Not the first one. Well, the second one. The second one. The, the thermite one. Yeah, so there well, was a, a mirror universe incursion into um, the Magellan Station as well, which you would have uh, have a report for, where um, Mirror Rikti would have would would be leading a um, a team that was testing out some psionic dampeners to interfere and hide their presence uh, aboard the station, as well as trying to um, well, kidnap 
uh, one of the um, crew of the Reliant. Um, so there's that report as well. There is also a third report from Starfleet Intelligence uh, detailing um, Mirror cooperation in providing intelligence from the Mirror Universe about the structure and organization of of the Terran Empire. Um, there is a weird, uh, there is um, also a, like a, a slight note in the report from when he escaped that um, he, he was the chief engineer of the ISS Reliant, which being a non-Terran is uh, is is a interesting thing of note which hasn't been disclosed. Uh, that's pretty much everything that I can think of that uh, has been formally reported uh, prior to the beginning of the tribunal. As Kethma reads the report, she's trying to identify who the victim was of the attempted kidnapping. Uh, there was um, Setzer, which was one of... Uh, the science, the science, one of the science officers on board the Reliant did uh, make her way. What uh, was was uh, taken to the mirror universe, um, but from what the report says, it wasn't a specific person that they were targeting. It was just they wanted to take someone from the prime universe for some reason. I don't see anything in any of these reports about a uh, interrogation of Richter regarding why this kidnapping occurred. Has he been interrogated? I don't believe so. Hmm. Interesting. Kevma makes a note on the file that perhaps the protocols need to be investigated when we have terrorists who have been captured. But that's for another day. All right. All right. With with the prepar preparation for the tribunal complete, um, the Reliant makes its way and, and docks at, at Magellan. Is there anything that the crew want to do before the beginning of the tribunal? Enjoy pizza. Hmm. Yeah, pizza's pretty good right now. All right. Um... With Mira Richter being a foreigner to this universe, uh, protocol dictates that there should at least be someone um, to represent, to uh, to help um, look after his interests while uh, in this unfamiliar environment. Uh, so that is a question for a either the um, Fleet Admiral or Duncan to make. And I call not it. <laughs> Same. Okay, that's good. Because I was thinking of, so who on this ship who isn't the captain has command level training? I think and the two people who have it just said no. Just not no. it. Not it. <laughs> three people. Three people. We've got a third person. Rice. Ah, there you go. He's an android. So, Graves would assign Rice to be and impartial representative uh, advocating for their All right. Plus, that gets countermanded. Graves did not do the interrogation, or at least <laughs> you don't think he did, which isn't a great sign. 
Uh, so, uh, the Fleet Admiral, you received the notification that Greaves has assigned a, uh, uh, Bryce, who is, uh, like a, uh, a Sun type android, um, to, to be, uh, Mira Rick's, um, representative in this case. Do you countermand that? I do not countermand that. Right. So, in, um, it takes uh after arriving there's there's about a two or three hour gap uh before the tribunal is scheduled to start um some crew people from the station as well as the most of the crew of the reliant um start filing into the to observe the uh the procedure and find uh, Bryce and Mira Rick, who's, um, Mira Rick would still be, like, handcuffed, wouldn't he? He would be in restraints, yes, until, even at the, uh, tribunal, until the charges have been read, and right. until the trial starts. All right, so he is in, uh, restraints, um, who, is there any, um, specific representative from the crew, or is... Um, did you well, want the representative from the Magellan Starbase would be Defender S, because Defender S will be there to keep an eye on him during the trial. For the benefit of the Fleet Admiral, Defender S, S is a real Thean, which means he's about a three-foot-tall rodent. A rat, specifically. R-O-U-S? More or less. Except okay. one also with psychic power. Excellent, excellent. And uh, from your from your encountering the the Rio Thagans, uh you would think that these were specifically the people that that the um, mirror universe were trying to hide from. I see. There's a report from uh, Defender AS that most communication in general taking place within Rio Thagan communities is done via telepathy. That mirror universe theoretically should have been instantly discovered when they attempted to infiltrate Magellan Station. However, the use of the psionic blocker was key to their success. Also very interesting. Before we go any further, is the defendant capable of reading Mirror Richter's mind? Uh, the defender? Yes. Yes, the defender is technically capable of doing so, if ordered. Okay. Is he going to rely on this in any way, shape, or form for uh, presenting any information from the, de uh, the defendant? Uh, the Defender is only here to protect the courtroom, Your Honor. He has no purpose whatsoever than keeping an eye on the... Uh, All right. So there will be no breach of his privacy? Negative. Thank you. Do we have anybody representing him? His lawyer, exactly. Duncan, you're muted. Oh, as in... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Bryce stands uh, up and says, uh, I have been assigned that duty. Admiral? Are you aware of the charges? I am fully aware of the charges. I have reviewed them extensively, and I happen to be on the scene with the Circuit although I have not. Have you discussed the charges with your client, and are you prepared to make a plea at this time? I have, and we are prepared to make a plea at this time. And how do you plead? Uh, not guilty okay. is, is the answer out of, that. Out of, out, of, out of character, okay. Okay, I was just going to roll with that. I just wanted to then say out of character, but be prepared to roll with this. Uh, Bryce uh, says, please, uh, not guilty. All three charges? Uh, yes, that is a plea that we will be fought. 
Do you have an opening statement for the uh, prosecutor? Uh, yes, I do. Um, at this time, we'd like to point out that hostilities between the so-called Mirror Universe and Starfleet are very deep and very high level. And Rixier was an engineer serving aboard the ISS Reliant orders, but did so with um, restraints that is unusual for a member of the Terran Empire. This could cause no damage to our ship or uh, crew of said USS Reliant. Under the circumstances, we believe that this grants special dispensation and would warrant dropping the charges in favor of rehabilitation. His eventual transportation into do we have an opening statement from the defense? Where's the defense at this point? <laughs> I was about to say, the defense is uh, Bryce, it's you. You're oh, the defense. Oh. oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Just, oh, sorry. Okay, so opening statements. I thought I just gave that. That should have been the op opening statement for the prosecution. Now we need opening statement for the defense. But if we haven't done the prosecution, let's do the prosecution. Okay, yeah, it's the prosecution we haven't done yet. Bryce Prosecutor! So that's it. Prosecutor. So who's the prosecutor? Would you... uh, I, I will take the role of the prosecutor on this. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Your Honor, um, it is clear that mirror, uh, that uh, this mirror counterpart of Richtier has acted e aggressively. While maybe so, he had been so restrained, he has attacked. Um, this this station, he has attacked members of of the Reliant. Uh, he has attacked um, a, a, and and in, interfered with the the natural state of the the Reothians. He um, depriving them of uh, the ability to the, the natural ability to psionically detect the presences of of people around. Endangering the security of the station of the of the Reliant, and by extension of the Federation itself. Defender East raises a hand. Yes, Defender East. I would also like to point out, Your Honor, that almost the entire population of the Riathan people currently resides aboard Bajellum Station, making that a possible act of genocide. Thank you. It is duly noted. Is the prosecutor ready to present his case? Uh, yes, Your Honor. To the uh, first charge that the defendant led a team that tested a psionic device to conceal their presence. Can you give us some details of the events? Uh, yes, Your Honor. Uh, we were uh, the... Uh, just got to think personally how to phrase this. Uh, the... Crew of the Reliant I, I, um, on, at the star uh, on the star date uh, questioned were um, performing a standard uh, inspection, um, uh, looking through some of the the, the crew uh, the the cargo bays when there was an unexpected presence. Uh, we have sensor readings of. Of, of the crew, we have eyewitness accounts from the Reliant, uh, crew of the Reliant itself that 
in present was Mirikti. The present was a, um, a substantially less advanced version of Bryce uh, and, and other members of the Mirror Universe, which um, once identified uh, had uh, engaged with the crew demanding uh, the presence, the accommodation of one of the the crew of the Reliant to return with them to uh, the ISS Reliant uh, aboard in one of the crates, which um, which crew said so that one of the science officers uh, uh, was then taken and the scans which were made by the crew uh, of the Reliant had indicated the presence of such such a psionic inhibitor and and verified the um, the incursion of the Miri, uh, of the Terran Empire aboard the Starbase Magellan. Uh, I will now present you the the evidence that uh, I've just mentioned. Uh, some notifications ping on your pad uh, of of scans of of security cameras of presence um, that of, of a fight that broke out. Um, in one of the cargo bays between uh, between uh, what looks like uh, to be rigged here as well as uh, uh, I think it was a golden um, framed uh, android um, which didn't really seem to have a face didn't seem to be as uh, as much of an android as uh, mirror Rick as sorry as Bryce the evidence that you have forwarded to me seems very definitive. Defense, what do you have to say on this charge? <clears throat> you stated that you were not guilty, but the evidence is fairly clear. Are there extenuating <clears throat> circumstances that we are unaware of? The only extending cir uh, circumstance I can point to is whether or not that Rick uh, Tier was an initiating party or coerced into accompanying this away mission, irrespective of his individual uh, wishes. Well, I respect that attitude. The defense of I was following orders has never been sufficient for Starfleet. Let me further the question, Indeed. however, which is, why? Why did this incursion happen? Why were they trying out a psionic dampener? And what? was their motive for coming into our universe. Have we talked to our defendant about this? Briefly. The <clears throat> objective by the Terran High Command was to prototype devices that could allow them to infiltrate installations occupied by psionically advanced species in order to evade detection. Starbase Magellan being on the fringes of Federation space was a um a welcome tonight folks to duncan's brain just turned off was a um testing ground a useful testing ground without immediate uh with underdeveloped security um or conventional security measures they felt the, that it was a at the mention of underdeveloped security measures <laughs> defender east just kind of bristles 
The uh, the incursion itself is not designed to damage or destroy the installation, but simply proof the um, the technology. The abduction of uh, Ensign Satsujigoro happened as a target of opportunity by the transporter crew of the ISS Reliant. As that is our second charge, let us move over to that one, Anne, uh, the prosecutor. Regarding that second charge on the attempted kidnapping, I believe my notes are correct here that it was attempted, not successful. Uh, was the scientist kidnapped? The scientist was successfully kidnapped, Your Honor. Uh, from um, reports that we have been given, uh, the um, Shetzer Ensign Jugoro was in a crate, managed to get herself into a crate, and the crate was removed. Um, there is no evidence that uh, they knew that Cecil was in the crate, but found out that... Uh, uh, oh, you're suggesting this was an unintentional kidnapping? Well, let me... Uh, so uh, there is... Um, there is... There is evidence to say that... Sorry, let me just go back a bit, because I... Uh, uh, my mind is a bit um, split on some things. Um, so, uh, the evidence says that Setsujigoro was in the crate when it was uh, removed uh, from the cargo bay. Uh, we, we, um, as such, uh, Setsu was, uh, and, and sorry, this is the prosecutor speaking, just to... to to clarify, uh, that Setzer was removed and then held in uh, a brig of the aboard the Mirror Universe, uh, the ISS Reliant, and thus uh, was once whether or not the initial removal it was uh, on purpose or not that her continued uh, imprisonment uh, does does prove towards a, a kidnapping and a, a removal of freedom aboard the uh, Ensign's part. Has the Ensign been returned to her ship, or is she still being held? Uh, the Ensign is currently uh, here in the courtroom, Your Honor. Thank you. Ensign, we'd like to apologize on behalf of Starfleet for not keeping you safe, even in a war zone at this time. We have a duty to protect our people. May I ask the ensign if available to step forward? I do have a question. Sets at this time is looking very nervous, um, rubs her arm and um, stand, <clears throat> stands up and approaches the uh, speaking podium. Ensign Setsa, I have a question for you, but please feel at ease. You are not in any danger here, not from me. But I am curious, how did you wind up in that crate? Um... Well, there was a firefight, and I simply took cover as best I could. We were trying to investigate some unusual readings, and, well, I mean, we found the Terrans there, and I didn't think I was going to be of much help in a combat situation. Thank you. I appreciate your honesty, and you may be seated. That's it with some relief, uh, returns to receipt. I believe I have sufficient information on the second charge. On the third charge... Uh, <clears throat> that you believe that the information provided by Rick Tier is sufficient 
to be to allow us to grant some leniency in our judgment um, is interesting. Interesting indeed. Uh, to that point, Mr. Prosecutor, do you uh, believe that there is sufficient information that has been provided by Rick Tier that would allow us to allow him to return to the mirror universe? Or do you believe that the attempt at the invasion and the unsuccessful kidnapping are grounds enough to judge that he should remain here under uh, guard? Uh, Your Honor, um, in, in terms of the uh, circumstances which Rittier came into our position, uh, he ejected uh, 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 an escape pod, which he was the only inhabitant, uh, minutes before the ISS for Riot returned back to the Mirror Universe. It is our belief that he... Um, one, doesn't want to return, but two, he has uh, given us, uh, given particular Starfleet intelligence, um, much uh, a better understanding of the, instruct the structures and the current standing of the, um, of the, of the um, Mary Universitarian Empire. We believe that there may be some understanding. Uh, we do not know whether there is um, what what um, accommodations you may choose to make in, in regards to his final circumstances, but there there is significant intelligence that we have received uh, that could be useful when coming in in contact with the um, mirror universe again. Thank you. Gentlemen, do you have any further words on either the side of the defense or the prosecution? Um, the defense would like to note that um, Rick Tier was currently incapacitated, uh, incapacitated due to losing an arm in the firefight and had no input on the uh, taking of Ensign Jigoro. Thank you. Mr. Prosecutor, any further statements? Um, this is, uh, fin, fin, uh, now, Your Honor, these are the evidence that we uh, have to present. Um, we would like to uh, consider um, a more robust uh, final statement for, for later, uh, allow, allowing us to, to take a break allowing you for to consider this evidence, all the evidence that has been provided and uh, for, for this court to make uh, recommendations in terms of further procedures uh, in, from now. I will take your words into consideration and let us adjourn this meeting and we will resume briefly. If there are any character witnesses who would like to step forward at that time, I will be willing to entertain any presentations they may make on either the behalf of the prosecution or the defense. But until that time, we are in recess. That was my gavel. <laughs> Alrighty then. Is there, um, so the, 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 the gavel is banged. Um, the fleet admiral returns back to, to the chambers and the 
courtroom, the tribunal is currently aflat with discussions from the various uh, residents and, and, and other crew at, from Magellan discussing um, the situation, what happened. Kara leans over from where she's sitting next to Eli and simply whispers to him, Do you think they're going to have us talk about the fact that we loaded thermite into an arm? We? Yeah, we, we, definitely we. Um, I don't think so. Hopefully not. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping not to. Although it did work out for the best. I mean, technically it was part of the hydraulic system. It was just supposed to incapacitate the arm, but... Speaking of, if I had thermite... Your arm does not have anything like that, I promise. Okay. She gives him a slight side eye. I knew where the question was going. I, You're not a dangerous criminal. I didn't feel the need to put it in yours. Kara simply stares straight ahead at the camera and almost puts on a Bugs Bunny accent. He don't know me very well, do he? Who are you talking to? Nobody. John, uh, John turns around from like the row in front of them and just sort of waves. Oh, John. I, you're not the kind of criminal that I need to be worried about. You're like a friendly criminal. At this point, Kara is set off giggling. You're you're like Chorog, but like not. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. She can't argue with this. John is, or yeah, John is just returns to what he's working on, which is a crayon drawing of what he's going to present as a character witness. Kara leans to the other side and uh, just looks at Setsa. So, climbing in boxes now, are we? Um, yeah, I'm not a kitty. So you're yeah, saying it's not if I, if I sits? Uh, no, unless it's a firefight, then it definitely is if it hits I sits. <laughs> uh, if you want to work on your marksmanship, me and Chara could take you to the holodeck sometime. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I mean, I'm needing to do a little bit more broadening since I'm pretty good on the science education now, so... Yeah, getting a little security training sounds pretty good. It's either that or engineering. Do you well, care if let's... I tag along? I need to work on my aim. Not at all. I was going to say, with us around, it does seem like the Reliant gets thrown into a lot of situations where if it's not diplomacy, then it's force. Okay. And I, I can't... both. Yeah. I've learned from last mission that I can't be using knife shoes every time. It is a bit of a uh, handicap to have only a close-range weapon. Yeah. Stylish, though. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Marcus, meanwhile, is sitting with the crew, or the senior staff of Starbase Magellan. Uh, Captain Mercer, in particular, just chatting. Trying to stay relaxed, but Marcus is just sort of like, "Ah, I'm probably going to need to start stepping up with, you know, security audits... Oh, reviews of regulations. He, he's just seeing the paperwork starting to pile up and pile up, and it's like, yeah, I've been putting some of this stuff off. Leader Fane just kind of strokes his whiskers and says, I wonder if Defender East was a bit out of order there. Although it is true destroying Magellan would be considered an act of genocide, there is no proof that the Terran Empire intended to do so. It's hard to say. Um simply because they may have been trying to infiltrate Magellan, but at the same time, if a Terran found a way of incapacitating or damaging Magellan, they may still have taken advantage of it. It may not have been part of the original mission plan, but given the disposition of Terran soldiers, I definitely wouldn't trust them around any sense of equipment or reactors. Given the 
defector your people brought back with you, I think I see a shadow of what would have happened to my own people had the Empire taken this nation. Yeah, definitely don't like to think about what that universe was like. Though, I don't know, Mirror Muse seems pretty on the level, but it seems to be an entire anomaly. Still, I would like to reiterate my request to you and Captain Mercer that a prospective colony be found for what's left of my people. I do not feel that staying on this station long term will be good for us. Yeah, yeah, Marcus nods. We've got it as priority one when it comes to uninhabited M-class planets, or even if prime director-friendly um, planets that are amenable to colonization. It's just, yeah, in this region of space, it seems to be a little bit barren of those kinds of worlds. There's a lot of marginal habitation, or planets marginal habitability, or were once M-class but drifted out. More primitive species, similar to the Riotheans. Yeah, perhaps. Thane chuckles slightly. I suppose if it wasn't for intergalactic slavery, we'd still be on that world and dying in our own per proverbial winter. Suppose that's a silver lining Graves to nod, a very somberly. dark cloud. Pays attention. <clears throat> Kethma is quickly looking through various files, but she's paying attention to the words that are going around. Charles in the case, I will in. simply point out that, as you much as you probably imagined, Leader Fane is leader of the Rio Thans, such as they are. Uh, oh, actually, I'm going to post something in potentially extenuating circumstance with Satsa. Anyway, carry on, carry on. Gentlemen, ladies, if you will resume your positions at the uh, prosecution and defense, and would our guests in the courtroom please have a seat. Defender A.S. calls for everyone to be seated, and everyone promptly is. Fair defense attorney, would you please present any character witnesses you feel are relevant to uh, substantiate your position. Um, at this time... <laughs> this is where Duncan considers whether or not to escalate to 11 right at the start or go to someone else. Um, yes, I would like to call Richtier. Uh, as the defendant? The chief engineer of USS Reliant. The oh. chief engineer of USS Reliant. Please call your, uh, your character witness. Um... Back in, in, in somewhere back in, like right in the back, um, pew, the seats of the uh, of the courtroom, uh, Rick here starts up. He is very, very similar looking. But um, can I get you to give me a role and insight command? I'm not sure if we got stats for you, so let's do. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, roll on your behalf. How um, how well do you think your character would notice things? My character? Yes. Oh, she's been around the galaxy. She's very observant. Okay. Okay, so that is... You see, um, there is quite some similarities, but you just see some um, noticeable... A slight discoloration, not just on one part of the, of the of these scales, because uh, Ricky is a reptilian. Um, I've sort of described him as a, as a sort of halfway between the Gorn and Saurian, sort of a, a pronounced um, snout, but not as far, not as far, um, uh, and not as big as the Saurians. Um, 
but you see a lot of lot of discoloration in mirror rick scales compared to um compared to this universe rick here and and this does seem to be some a lot of like equivalent of scars that you would think um just by looking at him uh, as 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 um the reliance chief engineer approaches understood uh i my circumstances and uh i believe the circumstances of my my um mirror counterpart are interesting um about 30 years ago um my species homeworld was about to be um, destroyed by our star-going Nova. If it wasn't for the intervention of Starfleet vessels um, in the situation, then uh, we would not um, uh, and allow us to find a a new home, a new home world, then we would not be in a situation that well, we could really come back from. Considering this mirror universe environment, I have to wonder what circumstances that my counterpart has found, not only with the destruction of his homeworld, which we have been able to verify, but um, well, with the Terran Empire taking the place of the Federation, how further impact that might have had on on Rick Tier and being in a position where he did not might not have had the capability to say no to any request, especially being a non Terran aboard a Terran starship. Thank you. That's an interesting perspective that I had not considered. I appreciate your comments. Mr. Defending Attorney, have you any other witnesses that you would like to present at this time? Mm. Bryce rubs the back of his head, looks over to Lieutenant Tardigrade, sighs, and says, yes, there is one additional witness I would like to call at this time, Lieutenant John T. Tardigrade. Lieutenant Tardigrade, please step forward. Lieutenant Tardigrade uh, rushes uh, to the um, speaking podium excitedly and spends a moment um, kind of elevating himself, just bringing up a small little platform so he can stand at a reasonable height for a humanoid. He has a bit of papers. He taps them on the desk and says, Yeah, yeah, um, like, I, I would like to say that this Richtier, he's not our Richtier, but... I mean, he's okay. I mean, if you look at this picture, this is what I drew when sitting outside his um, cell. I wanted to make him, like, draw things and be nice. But this one, it's, I mean, he, he kind of did it, except he kind of put his foot on it, and he kind of grumbled a little bit. But this one, I mean, he drew a circle. I mean, he, he, he's drawing a little bit. But, I mean, if he, um, uh, if he gets a better chance, I think he can do better. Although, I think he should try to find better crew members than those who would try to mutiny against him. 
and force him to uh, run from his ship. Thank you. Again, I appreciate your contribution to this hearing. Is there anybody else yep. who would like to speak? Uh, just a, a pull, quick pause. Um, Mira Rick would like to have a moment to say something. Is that the he, point he, now, or would you like to... If to nobody hear? else is any... If there are no other character witnesses, then I would like him to step forward and speak. If there are no other character witnesses, Mira um, uh, uh, Rick here, would you step forward? Yes. Uh, my life has not been easy, but I not, will not uh, humiliate myself and describe all the things that have been done to or by me. I left my ship for one simple reason, that I do not have a future in the Terran Empire anymore. As my counterpart uh, said, um, I am the last of my species in my universe. Not only did my planet blow up, but those, the few scientists that were, and, and, and engineers that were able to scrape together a semblance of a, a, a warp engine, they were killed and I was adopted into the Terran Empire by my adoptive parents. I may have been technically one of them, but I was never truly one of them. Uh, a, a thing that I was reminded again, again and again. I come here not because I want to join the Federation, not because I want to have something given to me. I just want to be left alone, to find somewhere, live, and, and that is it. I could not do that on the, in the Terran Empire for things, well, things happened which I won't bore you with, but uh, let's just say that uh, chaos happened in the ship prior to me where uh, members of the crew set against each other. The Saw, homeworld of the Saw is, was a planet that bears our species name, Saw. And here in this world, there is a new Saw. Right now, I want my own. New saw, just a place to be left alone for me to be me. I do not want this world's version. I just want finally something of my own. If that is something that this court is willing to do, then you will hear no more from me. Thank you. You may be seated. Mr. Prosecutor, do you have any concluding words? Uh, just, Your Honor, that uh, whatever the motivations or the, the reasonings behind 
the events that happened, they still happened, and justice still needs to occur. Whether that is is um, whatever method that might be, then that is not my place to say. But the the station was still assaulted. The crew, uh, members of the crew, was still taken and kept aboard the ISS Reliant. And even though there are some circumstances that might be considered um, mitigating, they do not excuse the actions that were taken by, uh, by the uh, defendant here today. Um, and, and, and as such, we ask that you you uh, perform a, uh, give a sentence that is um, appropriate to the circumstance. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Defending Attorney, any closing statement? We would agree statement? that <clears throat> we would agree that justice needs to be met, um, metered out uh, according to the circumstances at hand. Those simply include that Rick Tier of the Mirror Universe uh, accompanied a um, uh, infiltration mission onto Starbase Magellan, was injured in the line of duty, and then escaped the ISS Reliant. Those are the acts that relate most to Starfleet and our interests in the matter. And for justice to be mended out, we believe that more broad measures need to be taken beyond simply uh, Rictier, that his role was a relatively minor one. Thank you. I appreciate the time of everybody who's come to this trial, this tribunal today, to listen to the details regarding the specifications and charges presented against Mir Richtier. I have listened carefully, and I have reviewed Starfleet law. I've also taken into consideration the clear impression that this person has made on the people who are on the station and have been on his ship. That said, Mir Richtier came to this universe, even under orders, but in an act of invasion, preliminary invasion, testing out a piece of equipment that could have made the actual invasion of the universe possible <clears throat> easily had it succeeded. That it did not succeed was not his doing. In one moment. In <clears throat> Indeed, um, had it gone to plan, his invasion, their invasion, would never have been detected. That it did happen was not of his doing. More than that, we have the probability that had the invasion succeeded, the genocide, the complete obliteration of a species of beings that are protection, <clears throat> protected by the Federation would have occurred. Unbeknownst to him, nonetheless, he would have been responsible and as such, as such, I find it very difficult to simply ignore his actions. As to the charge of kidnapping, however, we do find the defendant not guilty on this charge. And to the commanding officer of Ensign Setsa and all of the lower officers on the uh, Reliant, it is the finding of this court that some proper training be taken as to how one acts in a firefight. One does not hide in a crate. I will expect to see 
<clears throat> training manuals in place, and I do expect to see reports on file showing the improvement of training on this ship. Am I understood? You are most understood, Fleet Admiral. Then to the charge of leading or being on a team that invaded the uh, prime universe, as we call it here, I find the defendant guilty. I sentence the guilt of the defendant to 30 years incarceration. The defendant is to serve out his term on the planet of Richtir under the guidance of the courts there. Should they find that within the first 30 days, 30, excuse me, first 30 days, that his demeanor, temperament, and composure in fitting into society is appropriate, he may be placed under parole under their guidelines to become a functional member of that society and perhaps to find a place that he did not have in the mirror universe. Should that not happen, they may leave him incarcerated for as long as he feels they feel is appropriate. I would like to hear from Rick Tier's government if they are agreeable to this term. And Rick Tier, Mirror Rick Tier, I would like to hear from you as you progress in finding a place for yourself in that society. I hope you can find a place that you did not have. However, we appreciate your skills, your engineering skills. I do not believe that you would be a great fit in Starfleet, and I would bar you from rejoining based on your comments. I think that would be appropriate. Last but not least, and I will point this out to every member of this crew, placing thermite in the arm of a prisoner is an offense. If Rick Tier chooses and acts in a manner to which he would be released in society, he would be at liberty to bring charges against you. I just mentioned that to you and to... Mirror Rick Tier. That said, this court is adjourned. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, you see, um, he doesn't say anything, but you see Mirror Rick Tier sort of just eyes meet with you and sort of glares. He does, um, doesn't say anything, but there is a moment of connection that either he's, that perhaps he's, he's going to go, but... He seems pretty defiant right now in terms of um, meeting uh, as as uh, as rejoining society. Who knows that what that will be like in the future? But right now, um, he is uh, not a happy chappy. Uh, with, but with that said, um, uh, he. Uh, he is actually taken in aboard the the uh, Magellan's brig for now. So he's taken off the hands of the Reliant until um, the diplomatic overtures can be made and uh, incarceration can be made um, aboard New Saw. Uh, Defender AS and her guards basically see him out. So now he is following his... He is uh, just—he is just keeping remaining silent, trying to keep his thoughts and his his um, demean like trying to keep himself contained and secret. Uh, his plans, future plans, whatever they might be. Uh, now, with the court, the tribunal sorted, um, what is the fleet admiral going to do now while on the Jelen Station? There is um, quite a few things, actually, that uh, 
uh, uh, shops that are open, including a Ferengi uh, trading store, if they wanted to go there. Gentlemen, you guys got a bar around here someplace? It's on me. First round's on me. Graves, uh, Captain Graves perks up and says, um, yes, there is an establishment that has opened up recently called The Inventory. It is under some construction, but it does offer a perhaps suitable uh, bar arrangement. Have any of you ever had an Andorian sunrise? Uh, is that anything like a Nausicaan sunrise? Yes, but you can live through this one. Excellent, I'll have that. Yes, gentlemen, it's on me. Let's uh, go see what you've got. As the fleet admiral and so, our entourage leave, Kara runs a hand through her hair and just kind of says, well, there's another black mark on my record. Though, personally, the fact that we had to use it justifies its existence. Still, I suppose we won't be doing that in the future, if it ever comes up. Charles finally Oops. walks in, having dis- dismissed the security detail. Says, oh, I'm going to have my work cut out for me now. Kara nods. Don't worry, I'll help you as much as I can. And he gestures to Setsa and Eli. Well, we're off to the firing range. Right now? I thought it was drinking time. Drink first, fight, shoot later. Oh, that's well, safe. You can go yeah. drink with the fleet admiral if you want. I don't think I got and I would get along. It's, it's, part, it's part of the, you know, the whole, yeah. Once again, I'm happy that I'm simply the captain's left-hand woman and not on the roster as such. No comment. The... Jarog pulls his disruptor pistol off his coat, hands it to Sasa, here, start practicing. Um, perhaps later. Well, I guess I might be the only one headed back to the ship, then. Well, she bows. Well, Everyone have fun. I'll go keep watch on the ship to make sure nobody steals yeah. it. Um, well, okay, but, I mean, if you want some booze first, well, actually, no, that probably wouldn't help. Kara shakes her head. Again, I have a respect for the fleet admiral having seen her, but based on comments, she and I would be like putting a fork in a microwave. With that, Kara just waves and heads back to the Reliant. Sorry, I was actually just having to modify it. I, I accidentally closed a program, so I had to check my settings um, for voice. Anyway, uh, Marcus leads uh, the way along the prom- uh, the promenade of the Starbase Magellan into, well, I mean, it was obviously a bit of a cargo bay, but there's starting to be a few more furnishings uh, around the budding uh, club called the Inventory. It has a few wall dra- uh, drapings, kind of a nice view outside the... Um, a large uh, rectangular window set, and a few tables, pool table, and a bar tended to by a large Gorn uh, a civilian officer, or a uh, large Gorn civilian. Um, currently, there are a few uh, miscellaneous personnel from Starbase Magellan just ambling, uh, ambling around, talking with what few passing um, merchants and uh, transfer crews are also uh, passing through at the time. And they have the place, well, at least around the bar area, largely to themselves. The only current person at the bar, speaking occasionally with the bartender, is an ebony-skinned, short-haired man, a human, who looks around the the bar area while taking a drag off a cigarette now and then. He's wearing a white business suit and an eye patch over his left eye. 
Graves uh, walks over to um, the band and says, Hey, um, we have a fleet admiral coming in for drinks. Is that going to be any kind of problem, at least with activity levels? Man arches an eyebrow. Oh, no way, baby. Trevor Miliani runs an upstanding environment, you dig? Everyone is welcome here. If she wants, she's even free to stay for tonight's entertainment. All right. Excellent, excellent. Graves kind of looks behind him. Or behind himself. Nathan leans over there. I don't need to be entertained. I am the entertainment. Gentlemen, let us get this party started. Trevor cracks a smile and looks at her and says, I dig this crazy cat. The first round is on me, beautiful. Got it, baby. <laughs> the bartender uh, at this point starts pouring drinks. Kethma, a slight woman of Andorian heritage, pounds him down. By this time, Trog has walked in and puts a black bottle on a table and says, how would you like a real drink? Oh, God, Jarg, no. Is that venom? What else would it be? <sighs> All right, fair warning. Here's my glass. Jarg Fill her up. Jarg pops the cork off and pours out the viscous purple liquid. This is what I call pirate venoms. Good for two things. Killing brain cells and cleaning, and cleaning plasma injectors. Trevor just leans back and says, I thought that smelled like solvent, baby. Ethma knocks it back. <clears throat> Mother's milk. Give me another. Oh, I like you. Trog pours another glass and takes a long drag from the bottle of himself. I ferment this stuff myself, you know. It's a, it's a mix of all kinds of good stuff. Well, back on Andor, when we're making our hooch back in our homes, can't tell you guys in the Federation about this stuff, but the trick is once you get everything to a certain point, you gotta spit in it. Nothing like Andorian spit wine. Had I known we were going to meet you, I would have brought a bottle with it. Next time you're back at uh, ESD, stop by my quarters. Uh, I'm not exactly welcome on ESD. You know, you, you, you clog Quinn's toilet just once, and then they, you know, they evict you for life. Hey, can't stop Graves you from meeting slope. me at Riza. Graves uh, says under, under his breath, oh god, not Riza. Not again. <laughs> Eli goes over, sits at the bar. Trevor just takes a long drag off his cigarette. Baby, I love the frontier. All right, yeah, so Riza, what? you got a deal. I, I like Riza. I make a kill in there. So while all this is going on, what is Daniel doing, DB? During, what, what did Daniel do during the, um, the tribunal? Uh, he was mostly just kind of wondering where everyone was today, so he just kind of decided to hang out at, he just decided to hang out at some random establishment, got a little drunk and saw, and started asking around if they, if they do karaoke. So, so basically Daniel is in, in the corner doing karaoke right now. <laughs> So, so you, you start to wonder um, down down the corridor after if people know where a karaoke place is, and you you see Mirrick here being escorted um, towards the the station's brig. Um, he is seeming compliant, but just as before he gets into one the the turbo lifts. Um, Sort of knocks one of the one of the guards into the side of the wall and starts steals one of their phases. 
Dun dun dun. Is Bryce with him? Um, that's I'm gonna leave that up to you. Uh, Bryce's I mean, duty would have been ended at the uh, at, at the end of the tribunal. So, okay. The... So Bryce wouldn't have viewed his duty as particularly savory because he would have been able to very easily determine whether or not they had a case and would have been basically told. Uh, basically, he would have had to push probabilities quite extensively for that. So he was very uncomfortable during those proceedings. So he would not be here uh, to stop uh, uh, I would like to point out that Defender East was not able to defend herself and was also shoved into the wall. So both (laughs) Riathian guards have currently been incapacitated by a very large SAR. And I just saw this? Yeah, you you, you just saw it happen. Well, Daniel has no idea who the... Wait, actually, no... Wait, actually, no. I do know who this is. This is this is Rick Tier, my good buddy from the from the crew. <laughs> he's, he's missing an arm, though. Despite the missing arm and the change in scale color, I don't know why he's fighting people, but I gotta back up my buddy. <laughs> oh no! I'm drunk and I'm and drunk. I'm drunk and think I'm in need by a friend. I, I guess. You know what? I take it back. Defender East is taken out by Daniel, apparently. <laughs> oh, no! Oh. Don't you oh. worry, Rick. Whatever these people do, I'm not gonna let it happen again. Poor Defender East just got sucker punched by a guy from the 20th century. <laughs> Drunk and confused. Well, that's why she didn't see it coming. Okay. I am. I'm going to do one another role. This is sort of depends on one of two things could happen here. Um, you see, you see, Rick here change one of the settings and just go running off uh, towards uh, towards one of the cargo bays, one of the uh, towards the 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 shuttle the. Um, any the Magellan has shuttle shuttle bays, doesn't it? Yeah, Magellan it does. would have shuttle bays. Yes. Yeah. So so it so go, goes running off. Um, it's one of the shuttle bays. Let's see if he actually is able to find his way to one because this is an unfamiliar environment. Meanwhile, Daniel is uh, running. Oh. He gets lost <laughs> in run into in... the bar. <laughs> no, yeah. Daniel is in hot pursuit, asking asking what's going on. And yes, this time he stumbles right into uh, what was the name of the the uh, the inventory. The inventory. It is also about this time that Defender East comes to her senses and taps her com badge and yells into it. Red alert! Escaped prisoner on Magellan. Eli, who was just about to order a drink, looks over. Ah, oh, shit. Pithman, despite being toasted, has her little antenna and. Picks up the sound, immediately turns, and then looks at the defender and the prosecutor and sighs. Gentlemen, braining. Braining! She pulls out her phaser, sets it to stun, and points it at Rick Tear. It's at this moment that Daniel catches up, and not (laughs) seeing that Rick has stopped, accidentally plows right right into him from behind. Okay, uh, give, give me a uh, daring security roll. 
Daniel. <laughs> He's going to go from accomplice to hero. <laughs> well, you see, Defender East didn't see who punched her, so... So, you got your sheet? Oh, uh, yes, that is... Uh, you run so hard into the back of Mira Richter that you accidentally knock him to the ground. That's mine. Oh, I'm Very... so sorry, Rick. <laughs> what, what have I done? Uh, uh, still slightly hazy from all the alcohol, moves forward, seeing what's happened, seeing the body on the ground, looks at Daniel and goes, Good work, young man. Good work. Uh, <laughs> Trevor is Daniel busy laughing. Trevor is busy laughing Daniel his doesn't ass know who, off. Daniel doesn't know who this is, but he just takes the compliment and salutes before walking over to the bar. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor snaps his fingers, and a couple of the inventory's bouncers come over and just kind of kneel down on Rick. Uh, uh, you see uh, why we use thermite? Like one one arm, see what he can do. Two arms, God. Uh, as uh, as the bouncers come over, you see Mira Rick with with the phaser in his hand. He he taps some more settings, holds it to fire, but points it at his head at himself, and and uh, shoots himself. Actually, before he does this, John's in the room. He's going to try to do spore jumpy. What specifically is he trying to spore jump? Uh, the gun, because he, he's a junior security officer. He's going to try to disarm the situation. Rick is big. He is little, so he's going to try to go for the weapon. All right. Give me give me a control um, um, security on this one. All right. And there we go. Yay. One success. Uh, you, you managed to get, uh, get there. Um... You and, and you do teleport the gun away, but you find yourself um, somewhere that that you're not really sure where right now. <laughs> it looks around. There's flooding. There's cars um, flying high above. It looks over at a sign for the Detroit Lions playing <laughs> on Sunday, and he goes. Uh, <clears throat> he goes. Ah, oh, crap baskets. Uh, with with the gun gone, he just starts. Uh, Mirik just starts sort of like furiously headbutting himself, headbutting into the ground. Um, uh, Graves at this point. Yeah, so Graves at this point is also like jumping into the situation, trying to like restrain uh, Rick Deer. Daniel sees his good friend hurting himself. He has to stop him. <laughs> Isn't this regular point? Rick in here too? <laughs> yeah. Regular Rick is is still there, but he he's he's a bit back in 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 the in in the um, in the crowd, and he's not readily uh, apparent. The the two bouncers by now have caught up with Mir Rick Tear, but now they're just confused. Yes, you don't have up. to pick yourself up over this. It's not your fault. Just. just... You take a take. A, come on, get a, grab a drink with me. Uh, you see, you, see you, the chaos of her assignment here. Immediately tells the guards, 
to escort Richtier, Mira Richtier, to sick bay first, under arm, under restraint. Yes, uh, you, Daniel. You see, you see, you actually see the proper Richtier emerge out from the crowd and say, "Daniel, I'm here." Well, of course a- you're here. I'm trying to help you. I- Wait a minute. <laughs> well, while this Prepare is going for on, trouble the- and make it double. The bouncers take hold of Rick Tier, and at this point, another group of four Riothans with stunned lances arrives, <clears throat> and they all promptly follow the admiral's orders and start moving Rick Tier, as cooperative or uncooperative as he may be, towards sickbay. Trog uh- heavily, heavily intoxicated at this point, just walks up to Daniel, grabs him by, grabs him by the arms, and. Uh, Daniel, go with me. We've had a busy day. Time to take you back. You're drunk. You're drunk. We're both drunk. What's your point? I haven't even had a drink yet. That, that is a good point. Hey, does this place do karaoke? <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're, we're going to go back to Reliant. You, you need to have a lie down. Trevor just sweeps a singular eye over this entire scene and says quietly to himself, maybe this isn't the right place to set up. Uh, so, so the bouncers and the Riathans and whatever backup from the Reliant come and and each grabbing, you know, a bit of Rick, sort of like lift him up off the ground and literally carrying him. He's, he's struggling against it, but there's just so much manpower that, I mean, he, he literally can't. <laughs> um... Um, literally can't get out of of what he's done, and uh, it, it just sort of yells um, incoherently at the whole situation, trying feebly struggling uh, as he as he's getting taken to the med- medical bay. Ethma looks around at the slowly, slowly quieter and quieter room. He wonders: Is anybody left in the room? Is it just me? Eli, Eli's still there. Uh, Graves will also still be there. Did, did, um, did you just mention karaoke? She says, hopefully. Um, yeah, that was Daniel, our um science, our science officer in training. We could go to Club Forty Two for karaoke if that's something that would help you calm you down from the situation. Young man, I've been calm longer than you've been alive. But I got me a good uh, drink in me. I've done a good job's good day's work. Let's party, providing that you're not going to let your detainee get loose again. No, I've assigned our additional security officer and also my chief tactical officer to see to um, security to make sure that no further incidents take place. Well, with respect, be... you think that's going to be enough? To be fair to... Graves, um, it wasn't his men who fumbled, it was basically Mercer's people on Magellan. <laughs> Graves says, um, yeah, yeah, so, um, uh, I'm currently not sure where, uh, uh, John is, uh, Lieutenant Tardigrade, but, um, Janet Rosso and, um, uh, Larissa both have my full confidence. Glad to hear it. I'm looking forward to reading your report tomorrow. At this point, the camera shifts over yes. to the shifts over to the Med Bay in Starbase Magellan, where a ranting and semi-controlled Rick Tier is brought in, 
and, you know, placed near a med bed. Healer Wint immediately climbs up on the med bed, holds out a hypo, plunges it into Rictir's neck, and then just boops him on the nose and says, Good night, whereupon the Sar falls back unconscious. Well, somebody's gotta tell Waitley and maybe good. Graves hesitates at calling the chaplain in, but ultimately, um, he is... He literally tried to kill himself in front of us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this isn't Graves talking. This is just Graves processing through the situation. Um, And to be fair, out of character, Waitley won't help that. Or maybe, rather, he would help that, but in the wrong way. (laughs) Oh, no. Graves... Graves has suspicions at this point about Waitley, but at the same time, he is the uh, chief counselor of USS Reliance, so he also makes Waitley available to Starbase Magellan. Otherwise, uh, the group proceeds to karaoke at a smaller, but a little bit, well, more finely furnished uh, Club 42 aboard the USS Reliance. Um, on, at the bar is a very burly-looking man with a giant beard, and what looks like to be a battle axe hanging on the uh, back shell or the um, the back wall. Otherwise, there are various bits of entertainment as well as well an area that looks like it's been set aside for karaoke. Bithma hurries over to the pad and scrolls through it. Oh, excellent! They've got Macho Gorn. She cues it up and starts to sing, Macho, Macho Gorn. A macho gone. Graves is loving this. He, 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 he relaxes back. He's got another drink in his hand. The three, you know, Rio fan members of the Reliance crew, Jess, Aro, and Neen, are sitting together at a booth, and they all stare at each other as Admiral Kefma, star- Kefma starts singing, and they just look at each other, and then Neen just says, Do you think this is supposed to be Earth culture? To which Jess replies, I don't think she Earthican. Eli sits down at the bar of Club 42 trying to finally get a drink. Is the universe going to Grimnir. No, uh, this time Grimnir. You're asking a drink from Grimnir. Grimnir will bend the universe to serve you that drink. Grimnir passes him a mug and says, Oi, you've had a bad day. Drink up. And for some reason, I'm Australian. Sorry. Ah, yes, the Australian anomaly. <laughs> that last part was out of character. Oh, the Australian of... <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's fine if you point it out. Ah. <laughs> uh, this is why we need Grimnir. You're, you're Grimnir for the rest of the episode now. You're Australian uh, Grimnir. I was going to order something else, but... If you don't order a Foster's, there's something wrong. I was going to order a Bloody Maria, which is like a Bloody Mary, but with tequila instead of vodka. And more Catholic guilt. <laughs> yep. A Myers, what point, do you expect? At this point, drunken Trog and drunken Daniel stumbling, this all over your quarters. What? Graves calls over. Hey, Daniel, karaoke! Woo! Okay. Bartender, mix me a zombie while I'm up on stage. At this point, the trio of Riothan starts to wobble and kind of wave back and forth. And Arrow just says, I think we're getting a contact buzz off these people. Trog, wine-stinking drunk, stumbles over to the bar, takes his usual seat and just starts drinking. And picks up where he left off on Magellan and just starts drinking. 
By this Let's point, change the new song. Gone. Go ahead, Mom. It's rain and gone. Hallelujah, it's rain and gone. <laughs> Grimnir has now gotten the Bloody Maria together along with the zombie and just looks around proudly and says, Gonna be a good night tonight. Eli takes his drink and takes Oh, that's good. Grace is taking the opportunity. Like, I'm, I'm starting to write the report now. <laughs> uh, he's doing homework. At this point... Setsa and Kara walk into Club 42, and Kara is loudly explaining, I don't want to date the Romulan. <clears throat> this isn't about that. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. Wait, is that the fleet animal? Kara looks up. Eep. <laughs> uh, I want to do it. Uh, let's, um, let's find somewhere else to be. But, but, karaoke. I mean, I, I've heard about this. I mean, this should be fun, right? We go up into, like, the song and words there. Ethma looks at them and says, you've never done karaoke? Uh, no, I mean, maybe you have a little bit of a folk tradition, but no, I haven't done karaoke before. Come on I mean, up I've here. We'll, we'll, let's do one of the classics. Come on, okay. Do this with me. Uh-huh. Or do this. Okay, and say after me, never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you go. Let you down. <laughs> Kara gets up on stage. And oh, I never gonna love make this you one. Cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never okay, gonna I'm gonna need something stronger, and hurt you. Trog hears this, perks up, stumbles up there, and just starts singing in the most crystal clear voice you've ever heard. Oops. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna get you down. Never gonna so turn around. Pretty much everyone, every other crew member in in uh, Club Forty Two joins in along singing "Never Gonna Give You Up." Except for Dr. Eli and possibly Grimney. Tequila, uh, old-fashioned. Splash beer with a chili garnish. Make, make it four of those. As you say this, Grimnir just pulls out a wooden bucket and starts dumping tequila in it. That, that'll do, too. Grimnir, bloodline, on hands on me! Oi, get it yourself from the replicator. I don't have that. They're gonna account their special reserve. Grimnir blinks a few times and then looks at uh, Eli and says, You know, I'm used to deciphering drunk folks, but I don't have a fucking clue what he just said. Drunk is like a second language to me and I have no clue. I'll just get him some mead. He's drunk enough he might not know the difference. He, he might have said something with venom, but he keeps all the venom. I know you don't. Wait, do you keep venom? Maybe. Okay, he might want venom then. Look at him and figure it out. Uh, Trog shouts something extremely unintelligible in, in like perfect Nausicaan and just goes back to singing. Right, something along. Ethma looks around and goes, who's in charge on this starbase? Graves well, well, if you're asking about the starbase, that's, uh, that's Captain Anton Mercer, ma'am. I, I think I need to have to talk with that man about his uh, excellent choice in bars. But gentlemen... We need to have a talk tomorrow. Kara just kind of nods and refrains from letting the Admiral know that she's no longer on Magellan. <laughs> Ithma looks around going, oh, damn it. <sighs> all right. Uh, all right, let's just go on. I'm unstoppable. I'm a starship with no brakes. 
Sets is singing along to that as well, taking up the role of a backup singer. Kara is pressed between Chorog and Setsa and is painfully sober for all of this. I do believe we've run out of story, ladies. Yes, I think that is a good spot to <laughs> run that with. Uh, every, a lot of every good story ends in a bar <laughs> with regret. <laughs> regret and karaoke. With the, um, and I will just say that karaoke song is also what's playing over the end credits. <laughs> to be out. With the entire Wait, cast who goes. doesn't have singing training, singing. Well, that's never stopped us. Daniel's hit the sweet spot where he actually gets better at singing at this stage of drunkenness. Yeah. Fortunately, he's getting progressively worse at standing. If you say that, I will send the karaoke video. I still have that, by the way. Frog shot something in unintelligible Gnostican. Lucy translated means your horse has honored, then passes out. Kara just, from the background, just quietly whispers, I am so tired of being the adult lately. <laughs> he only takes his bucket of tequila and goes to sit with Kara. And with that, that's going to be a good spot to end it for the night. Um, don't forget, we have an email address, reliant at stabaceudc.com. Thank you for joining us in this insanity. Thank you, Dark Mom. Hope you enjoyed playing. Thank you for inviting me. That was an absolute delight. Indeed. Oh. Thank you for coming along. That was great. And oh, we, that was, that awesome. was a blast. That was great. And see you next time here on Star Trek Reliant. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.